You're listening to Beyond the Ribbon, a podcast of the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center. This podcast is brought to you by Kia of Amarillo, proud member of the Auto Inc. family of dealerships. Be sure to check out their website at kiaofamarillo.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Ribbon. My name is Ryan Parnell, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host and oncology nurse, Pam McMillan. Hey, Ryan. How are you today? Pam, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm great. Hey, how many of the classes have you tried here at the center? Oh, uh, let's see. There was that time that I challenged uh, someone in the pound class. So I did pound. Um, I think I've done a couple of the walking deals. I've done all the hikes. I've done a handful. Not not very many, but I've done a handful. How about you? You know, I have, I think I have tried all of them, um, except maybe the one that we're going to talk about today. Yeah, you know, um, we're always looking for new things to add and new classes and um, new activities. And as we've said countless times on this podcast, Pam, none of this stuff is just like pulled out of the middle of thin air and create like, wonder what Ryan and Pam were thinking and, and Maribel were thinking when they came up with you know, pound class or when they came up with this, every single one of our activities and classes has scientific uh, backing behind its benefits for survivors, correct? Correct. You know, when I think of yoga, which is what we're going to be talking about today, um, every time I peek my head in there, the, the room is dark. It's got some, you know, Olivia's talking. It's, it seems so relaxing. I think maybe I need to try it, but I might need to take a nap afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of they have a lot of uh, uh, good times in there uh, in our day, our morning yoga and our evening yoga. But this one's a different type of yoga, Pam. We're I know. Talking, yeah, we're talking about um, you know we spent several podcasts uh, here recently talking about lymphedema. You know, we feel like lymphedema is such a big, big issue, um, primarily because we have a lot of breast cancer survivors that come to the center. Um, and, and we're learning more and more, you know, personally, we're learning more and more about lymphedema. And so we're going to take this one more step uh, further, and we're going to talk uh, about lymphatic flow yoga. That sounds really cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> I know, I know. So let's just jump right into it. And I, I, I'm super excited. Um, we were we were put on to our, our guest today by a previous guest. I love when that happens because uh, we just know, uh, you know, they're being vouched by someone else that's really good. And, and oh, you need to talk to uh, Babs. So we are talking to Barbara Jackson, or better known as Babs. She's an occupational therapist, a lymphedema therapist, and certified yoga teacher. Uh, she currently specializes in the lymphatic system and works in a cancer rehab and orthopedic setting. Uh, she teaches virtual adaptive yoga wellness programs for individuals at risk or diagnosed with lymphedema and lipidemia and created a specific yoga practice called lymphatic flow yoga. She's inspired, Pam, listen to this. She's inspired by her mom, who's a breast cancer survivor and who also has lymphedema. Babs, thank you for joining us. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much, Ryan and Pam. It's nice to officially meet you both. I'm really excited to, to talk about this and share today. So when you talk about um, a lymphedema therapist 
and a yoga instructor. How do those work together? Yeah, hand in hand, like best friends <laughs> I've found. Yeah. So I started off as an occupational therapist. That's what my main job was. And then um, my mom is a breast cancer survivor, as Ryan said. So she ended up being diagnosed with lymphedema. And she, like many people who are first diagnosed with lymphedema, go on Google and they're like, what is this? Like, what's going on? And she really wasn't getting better. She wasn't getting the right care. And I just saw her kind of um, going into not a dark place, but a sad place because there she was, she had beaten this cancer. And um, like, I've heard many of your podcast um, participants say it's lymphedema is kind of the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> it's yeah. like, come on, now I have to deal with this. So yeah, so I, I then I started to become a lymphedema therapist because I was like, I just got to help my mom. I got to figure this out for her. Um, wow, that yeah. that is really inspiring. Uh, it reminds me, Pam, of of many of our podcasts where you know someone takes a situation and then takes it upon themselves to find the solution to solve a, a problem. Um, and in this case, uh, who better to solve a problem for than mom? Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about um, lymphatic flow yoga. And I like how you said it just goes really hand in hand with yoga. And I know Olivia, uh, if she's listening, is probably going, yes, yes, that's our that's our yoga teacher extraordinaire. And uh, I, I can, you know, she has been adding new new things and bringing in some breathing exercises and so forth into her yoga practice. But this may be one of those new things that I think would be exciting because I know um, a lot of the folks that are in there, Pam, they're breast cancer survivors. They are, but you know, we also have some men in there too. So, oh yeah, we don't want to leave out the men. We don't want to leave out the men. But let's no. talk about lymphatic flow yoga. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to talk about it, and I would love to meet Olivia too because I'm sure she already incorporates a lot of this of the practice. So I'd love to connect with her too. But yeah, so it's a type of yoga practice that I've created. I it was kind of born during the pandemic because so I lived at home for a while after I graduated. And so I took care of my mom, I could kind of like watch her and make sure she was managing her lymphedema, you know, like, come on, mom, massage and all this stuff. And so I was there with her. But then I moved to Boston where I am now. And so I couldn't really be totally on her like a hawk. So yeah. I decided during the pandemic to create a virtual wellness program called Living with Lymphedema and Lipedema. And basically it's a program, six week program that I have people either at risk or diagnosed with lymphedema or lipedema join the program. And so I started teaching these people just different mindfulness techniques, breathing techniques, yoga poses. And so then I was like, this is, this is really something this really actually helps. And, and my mom, who is not a yoga person. So I always tell my like first timers or my patients, I'm like, don't worry if you it's yoga can be really just sitting there and breathe. Like it doesn't have to be this pretzel formation that you see on the TV. Like it can really be just like a mindset. And so I, finally convinced my mom and she always says she's like I only came on just because I wanted to see you every week because I couldn't see her I couldn't go home <laughs> and you're like whatever it takes <laughs> that's fine yeah exactly so then I 
so that was what about three years ago or so and then so I kept running these programs and I started a YouTube channel called balance with Babs um, and so because I wanted a way to reach my mom and also my patients because as you know the outpatient clinic shut down so they weren't able to access us live in clinics so I needed them to keep up with their lymphedema because as you both know and and as probably many of your listeners know lymphedema is a chronic condition and it and you need to be continually managing it. So then I created this type of yoga that has it has four different components. And it has breathing, so diaphragmatic breathing, self-manual lymph drainage. So I teach people how to do self-manual lymph drainage on themselves. The yoga poses, the actual poses, and then the mindfulness component. So there's four different components. And those are the four components in every single lymphatic flow yoga practice that I teach. And so we start with different breathing exercises. As you know, the breathing diaphragmatic breathing, basically the diaphragm massages that thoracic duct that moves that fluid through the center of the body. And then I teach how to clear basically the central lymphatics through massage. So I teach people to do the massage on themselves so that we're clear through the center so that when we do our yoga poses, <laughs> then the this area is now clear. So it's able to bring more fluid back to the cardiovascular system, back to the heart. So, yeah, so that's how it was born. So being a lymphedema specialist, is it frowned on to do your own lymph- lymphatic drainage? So frowned on, like if patients were to do themselves? Mm-hmm. No, it's like encouraged big time for them to do it. I think it's even more beneficial for them to do it on themselves. Um, So it's a common practice. Yeah. So every one of my patients in clinic, I will spend the first couple sessions doing the massage and then teaching the pathways, teaching the the, um, kind of the vibe and how to do it. And then I encourage them to do it on themselves because they're going to be their best healers. They're going to know ooh, there's some stuckness here at the top of my hand. Let me get in there. Ooh, I feel this heaviness under my arm. Let me get in there. So I really put the power to my patients to say, okay, this is the pathways. This is how it feels. Now you try it. Now you do it to yourself. And I would bet too that um, you are not always available. You know, the the expert, the, the therapist is not always available for whatever reason. And uh, in a case like this, um, this is maybe my lay non-clinical person coming out, um, but it's it's almost kind of like warming up a little bit, I guess. If you're able to remove that um, excess fluid, some of the drainage, then you're probably more, obviously more comfortable, duh, but you're probably able to get a greater benefit from yoga poses and stretches, I would assume. Is that correct? That's exactly right. Yeah. And I actually recommend my patients before any type of movement, before their swimming routine, their walking routine, Zumba, dance, um, biking, you know, whatever movement, clear your lymphatic centrally first. So massage through your chest, do some deep breathing, because I I, I use analogies a lot for my patients because I feel like the lymphatic system sometimes is like, what are we talking about here? So I always tell them, I'm like, imagine there's a row of cars. So say they had upper extremity lymphedema, so arm lymphedema. Imagine there's a row of cars from like, the tips of the fingers all the way up back to the heart. So that's where the fluid's kind of the path of the fluid. In order for the cars at the hand to move, we need to move all the cars at the chest 
at the bicep, at the forearm, and then at the wrist before those can move. So if we don't move the cars at the chest, we have this huge congestion at the chest and the neck. So how is that fluid from the arm going to filter and move and get brought back to the heart? So I kind of always start with just opening, clearing, getting the system stimulated and moving before we do the muscle contraction to pump the fluid through. That's fascinating. Yeah, it makes perfect sense when you talk about yeah. it that way. It certainly does. Um, and Pam, I, I'm glad I was right. <laughs> yes. So how soon after they do these exercises do people notice changes in their um, lymphedema? It's immediate. And it's even for individuals without lymphedema. Like I myself don't have lymphedema, but after I do the self-manual lymph drainage on myself, you feel lighter, you feel um, more spacious, you feel a little bit better because you're directly touching yourself in a therapeutic way. And it's a lot of times mentally also, I feel like people just kind of like, kind of like pours away these kind of layers of like, oh, you know, and it kind of, but yeah, my patients in the moment will say, oh, I feel a little lighter. I feel a little better. I feel more clear. Um, And then yeah, so it's really quite immediate, which is so cool because the lymphatic system, I feel like, is the one of the only systems that's so easily manipulated. Like, we can easily manipulate it so quickly with just a little massage. Um, so, yeah, so pretty much right away, they can feel the benefits. So can you give us an example of your breathing exercise? Yeah, yeah, of course. So diaphragmatic breathing is kind of the standard of um, how to pump the lymph fluid through the body. So basically, because when you take a breath in, the belly expands, everything kind of protrudes outward. And that is happening because the diaphragm is sitting below, so going down. But then as you exhale, the diaphragm is coming up and in and acts almost like a vacuum to pull that fluid through this major duct in the body to kind of bring that fluid from the lower half of the body all the way up. So I think that it's kind of interesting because I feel like we're never really taught how to breathe. Like we're like, I feel like we go to school, we're taught like, I don't know, math and science and, but we're not actually taught how to like take a, an actual real breath. And I, I found this out in one of my first yoga classes. Cause I was breathing like this. I was breathing in, in lifting everything up. So, and a lot of people do that. You'll say, take a deep breath and they'll go, like everything kind of like comes up right and and that's actually using your secondary respiratory muscles so you like your neck muscles your scalenes all of this which you don't want to do because after a while if you're breathing in your chest and your neck and your collarbones then that's making all that tight and exactly what we don't want to do is make that more tight more car jam there at the chest right so what I tell my patients to do if they're kind of like I don't know how to breathe through my belly like how do I breathe through my belly I say imagine you're you're smelling something like really yummy so I'm a big sweets person so like I love chocolate cake whatever so I'm like imagine you're smelling or like a beautiful rose and you go so try that like sniff three times in do you feel your belly kind of go boop 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 yeah. like come out 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 yeah. so that right isn't it cool so that is like you're getting actually movement in the center of your body versus coming up and in. So I teach them something called breath of joy. It's just a type of yoga um, breathing exercise that's pretty common, but I have them reach their arms forward, sniff in, 
arms out to the side, sniff in, arms all the way up, sniff in, and then exhale, arms come all the way down. So it's this kind of like boop, 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 getting everything expanding, opening, and then releasing it all out. But I feel like the best way to learn how to breathe again or learn how to breathe for the first time is doing it laying down because your back is supported, your core, your, your kind of back of your body is just rested and then you can feel your belly rise and fall. So I often have them just kind of lay down and I'm like, okay, place your hands at your belly and then imagine like a balloon filling in the belly in the middle of the chest, just opening and then releasing. And that in itself the, the most amount of lymph nodes is in that abdominal region. So if we can stimulate that area, get the lymph flow moving quicker, then we're going to help everything else to move a lot faster. So breathing is is key and it's free <laughs> and it's, it's free to do. Yeah. So Ryan, are you practicing breathing? I, I, I found myself, yes, sniffing and, and you do, you feel your belly ballooning out. And Pam, we've talked, countless times about mindfulness and just being aware and just being present in the moment. And we've done some meditation classes. I think we did a podcast with Tiffany on mindfulness and meditation. Um, you know, there's so much uh, science behind that mindfulness techniques of being present and, and basically with stress relief and relaxation, which we all could use but we know that our, our cancer survivors uh, definitely need to feel less stressed and less fatigue and less, you know, um, uh, irritability that comes from a cancer diagnosis. Mm. You know, um, I think about breathing and I think about how easy and how free it is, but what a benefit it is for patients that suffer from lymphedema. It's yes. Everything. Yes. Yeah, it helps so much. It really, and never mind the actual lymph flow movement, but it also helps as you're doing that deep breathing to tap into your parasympathetic nervous system, which of course is your rest and digest. And the body heals at that state. In that rest, calm, relaxed state, that's when everything can open, the valves can open, the flow is better. So if we're in this stressed, tight state, sympathetic state, then we really can't release. And, and so breathing is just, it's magical. And, and I, sometimes my patients too will be like, well, I have a hard time just sitting there and breathing. And I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> Who doesn't, you know, like that's so true. But so I often, um, maybe for your listeners too, it might help. And even for you too, cause it helps me, but to match your breath with a mantra. So a mantra is basically just a set of phrase. So one I love to do is you inhale and in your mind say, I try my best and then exhale and I release the rest. So that yeah. one I really love. I try my best and I release the rest. You know, um, it, that sounds like something that I think uh, those of us with children have always taught our children to do their best, you know, <laughs> it just made me think about that um, kind of out of a freeing uh moment that is of saying you know I am I'm trying my best I may not be perfect and uh, I know sometimes I strive for perfection Pam I don't need you to agree or anything but um, no comment <laughs> <laughs> but 
to to do that in that mantra of of trying your best and releasing the rest is uh that's a that's a very good tip i know that um you know talking about some more breathing and and um uh mindfulness i know that our uh, tai chi and our chillaxation class does a lot of that because those are kind of closely hand in hand with yoga a little bit but um what other pieces of lymphatic flow yoga do we need to impart and share with our listeners I think that you can spend two minutes, you can spend five minutes, you can spend 55 minutes, that it really is, can be implemented really easily in your life. I think that's another thing. Um, I was just having a conversation with my participants today of, so I just ended a six week program and the next one isn't until July. So they were like, well, what are we going to do? Like, what are we going to do? And I'm like, you don't need me as much as I want you to need me. You don't need me. Like you really can, you like a lot of them after I've taught them the massage and I have a bunch of free videos on my YouTube channel, they can learn how to do this manual lymph drainage massage. And, and then I, I told them, I was like, just sit there for a moment and then just sit and then intuitively see what your body needs. Does it need a little bit of a neck circle? Does it need a little shoulder roll? And, and, the biggest thing about moving lymph fluid is that the breathing, the manual lymph drainage, but then the muscle contraction, actually movement. And, and as many of your um, podcast hosts, I mean, your participants before have said that there's no actual pump of the lymphatic system like the heart, like the cardiovascular system has the heart. So the lymph system really needs our muscle contraction, our movement to move it. So even just I love the side body stretches, just even leaning to one side and then the other, because that what that does is opens up the channels in the side. And also any twisting helps um, cat and cow, either seated or on the mat. It really just helps to connect with your body. And I think that's, I remember one of my patients, she had gone through breast cancer and she was just kind of, she... I kind of saw her at the very end of her care. And so she was just kind of upset as, as rightfully so. <laughs> and I justified every single word of it. But finally, after we did some yoga together, I taught her the breathing. We did some mindfulness techniques. She said to me, she was like, I now feel like I'm living in my body versus outside of it. And I think when a lot of our patients and a lot of your community, when they go through cancer treatments, they're kind of escaping their body. And, and I feel like, yoga and specifically this type of yoga just brings them back home and helps them to like re-engage and, and, and kind of love themselves again, which is, it's just huge. Sure. And the other thing too, that's unique is um, these kinds of things, like with our yoga and the classes, the community of people that you're with, um, gosh, they, they all get it. And uh, they do, they feed on each other and they, and they, they, they compliment each other and feed on each other. And um, it's a beautiful uh, relationship when you have those folks that have all experienced um, one type of cancer or another. Um, but then I think that's interesting too, the way you talked about it, like kind of almost resetting that compass and, and getting, taking a little bit of control back because we know, right, during cancer treatment, you have zero control once you have gone down the path and made your decision of your treatment i mean not to say that you can't change your mind but you basically turn that over um and this is a good way to kind of uh, recalibrate yeah exactly uh, 
as I was preparing for today's uh, podcast, I was watching an interview that you and your mom did. And I love the fact that she said, you know, she had never tried yoga, but wanted to try yoga. But more importantly, it was the community that she enjoyed the best. So kudos to you for bringing your mom to uh, yoga. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. And I think that's very similar to what you both are doing. I, um, yeah, I found out about you both from Jean Lamatia and Mm -hmm. So I've listened to many, many of your interviews and your pod, like, I love your podcast. And I think that's what you're bringing together is this community and all of your offerings that you're putting out there. I was like, wow, this is, it's truly inspiring and amazing and, and it's needed and it's necessary. And, and I think the support that you're giving your community and your individuals who have cancer, who have gone through cancer treatments, it's, yeah, I was just, I'm really, yeah just I'm inspired by what you both are doing. It's really amazing. Well, thank you. Thank Uh, you. We think we have a diamond in the rough um, and we think we've done a lot of research of finding maybe the perfect classes to offer, but um, sometimes people may not always trust Ron and myself. So it's always (laughs) nice to have that. Um, We are super trustworthy. (laughs) You're super trustworthy. <laughs> yes. yes. But, you know, we're here just to try to make um, each survivor's life a little bit better. And, you know, if you can come and join us in yoga, that that could be a starting point. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, if you're listening and you're going, there is no way I'm going to yoga. I'm telling you, you come into a room with people who have been through similarly what you've been through. Uh, yoga, for instance, the room is dark, nobody's looking around, you know, the focus is on you during that time that you're there. And, um, you know, it's, it's truly one of those things where, um, the, 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 the thing is you've got to schedule time for yourself and, um, what better way to schedule time, Pam, at a place that costs you zero dollars, zero. Absolutely. But I also hear that um, Babs has a YouTube channel that has some of the techniques that she's been talking about. Babs, where can our listeners um, find you at? Yeah, yeah. So my YouTube is Balance with Babs, and Babs is B A B Z. Um, so that's my YouTube channel, and I also teach a um, donation-based Zoom class every Monday night, and it's a floor lymphatic flow yoga practice. And then I also host six-week yoga wellness programs, both chair and floor. So a lot of my patients start with the chair yoga and then transition to the floor or stay with the chair. And I think exactly what you both were saying, if if somebody's listening and they're like, nope, yoga's not for me. Um, I've had so many of my family members, so many of my patients say the same thing. And I think if you go back to like the basics of yoga and like what is yoga, it's just the union of mind and body. And, and that people can get a handle of. That is something that is interesting to people. Building that communication, that connection between your mind and body, that's beneficial for anyone. Yeah. And I think I think some people are a little bit nervous too because they associate me with religion or other things. And, and really it's just a mindful movement practice to encourage lymph flow through your body. And if we improve lymph flow, that trickles out to all of our other systems in our body, our heart health our mental health, our every type of system, it it improves. So, yeah. You know, what's unique, Pam. And uh, when you mentioned Babs, when you mentioned Jean, 
I remember when we did our podcast with Jean and both of us got off um, of uh, the podcast with her and looked at each other and were like, she put it in such a simplistic, easy to understand method. And yet I, I think Babs has done the exact same thing here, talking about how simplistic and easy it is to understand about why you need the drainage to move the vehicles out of the way. And then also uh, breaking down yoga um, for those listening that may think, no, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> it is, it's mind and body together and it's mindfulness. And it's really cool that you've, you've incorporated uh, your lymph, uh, lymphatic drainage and, and your lymphatic specialty that you have as a therapist into a yoga practice. Um, we're definitely going to need to get Olivia, uh, together with you for that. I would love that. Yeah. And it's, and I can sit here saying that it does work and I, and I've only can really truthfully say that because I've watched it work. <laughs> and I, I know even my mom who, and I think it helps in both ways. It helps physically, yes, because we're moving the fluid. It's improving um, the decongestion of the limbs. It's helping to reduce the lymphedema. But then also I think mentally it's just the awareness of what's going on and having that kind of like moment of, oh, okay, if I do this, I'm going to help myself. If I do this, that might not help myself. And I think it's this like constant like, non-judgmental like communication that has to form when you have lymphedema because it's I think a lot of people are like oh that's not my arm <laughs> that's not my leg that's not my breast that's not my groin whatever it might be that's swollen and and effective lymphedema I think a lot of times the the bridge of this gap is kind of like being like okay this is my body this is my body and and how can I help it and what can I do to help it and mm -hmm. I think community I think is huge I think that and also just the openness of it doesn't have to be like this yes if you google it, it will say a chronic progressive condition <laughs> but that's not necessarily true it is manageable and it is something that can be managed with techniques and tools and there's a lot of people to support like you both so Pam I think it's it's a good reminder here to stop for a second and tell our listeners um just because they don't have lymphedema doesn't mean that they can't develop lymphedema, right? That's correct. It's a lifelong, um, the gift that keeps on giving. It is. It's a lifelong risk factor if you've had one lymph node damaged or removed. And we learned that from Gene. And I, I think that that's important to reiterate that if you're listening today and you're going, yeah, but I don't have lymphedema. I had breast cancer and they took out, you know, 16 lymph nodes, but I don't have lymphedema. You are at risk. And so that's why we're spending all of this time on these latest episodes talking about lymphedema and ways to counteract and treat and, and, and work through those conditions because golly, is it not something that you, you just have to worry about for, for the rest of your life, unfortunately. Yeah. I kind of tell my patients when, either they've had a sentinel node or a full axillary node biopsy, basically like same car kind of analogy, those cars are going and they're going to park in that garage where the, the lymph nodes are the garage. So if that lymph node, that garage is gone, those cars, you're driving home, you, you get to your garage and you're like, wait, my garage is gone. So what do those cars do? They park at the neighbors, they park at the street. So then it, they build up there. 
So what you have to do is retrain those cars to, oh, there's a parking garage down the street, other lymph nodes. Oh, there's somewhere else you can go. So I always tell people like your body, once you've had lymph nodes removed, once you've had radiation to that area, the lymphatic system is impaired. It is not the same. And so do you sit there and kind of go, oh, I have an impaired system. Or do you say, how can I kind of remap and, and create these new memory and pathways and create these um, new roadmaps for yourself? And I think that's what's so important is for somebody, like you said, if they're listening and they're like, well, I've had lymph nodes and it was 10 years ago or, or whatever, it's, it's, I think, something that everyone can benefit from and, and can improve their lymphatic health at any age, at any state of their recovery or treatment. Yeah. Is there anything else that you would like to tell us about lymphatic flow yoga? Yeah, I think it's, again, I think it's something that's really accessible. I think it's something that um, I'm hoping that more and more people become aware of it. So I would tell anyone who's listening to reach out to me and, and, and ask me questions or, or share, even share with their yoga teachers. Cause I think the more that yoga teachers are aware of the lymphatic system, the more we're going to create that dialogue of, Oh, doing this warrior too, you're actually improving your, lymph you know, I mean, I feel like the more that there's awareness of the lymphatic system, the more that um, it would just become kind of just a, a normal thing. So I think just continue to spread awareness and, and be curious to, to what's going on in your own body and, and kind of be, yeah, turn yourself into the driver of your own care, kind of put yourself back into the control. Right. You know, oftentimes I hear um, whenever they leave yoga, man, I feel so relaxed. I'm not as tense. So um, even if you don't have uh, lymph node problems, it still can be beneficial for anybody. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I really appreciate you coming on today and sharing your information. Before we get to our last segment, can you tell our listeners once again how they can reach you um, through all your socials? Sure. Yeah. It's Balance with Babs on Instagram and Facebook, on YouTube. Um, also, my email is balancewithbabs at gmail.com. And my website is balancewithbabs. Um, and again, it's a B-A-B-Z. So if you just Google that, you'll, you'll find me. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to our last segment. We are sponsored by Auto Inc. Would you share an Auto Inc. inspiring moment with our listeners? Yeah, so I was thinking about this when you shared it with me um, a couple of weeks ago. And I think I, I learned the most from my patients. I learned the most from my mom. I think that they're the ones experiencing it. And I listen deeply to them. And I think that is really where I build my knowledge from is, yes, the the, the books and the <clears throat> the trainings, but also the people experiencing it. So I was thinking of all my patients and I want to share one quick story Um one of my patients, I had been seeing her for a couple of months and she, um, breast cancer survivor, diagnosed with lymphedema. And she said to me, she was like, you know what, Babs, I feel like when I was first diagnosed that I was in a train going towards destruction. Like the train was just moving quickly and it was just going to get worse and worse and worse. And I was on that train and no way was I getting off. And like the train was going towards destruction. And she said to me, she was like, through lymphatic flow yoga, through being a part of a community, through education, through the guidance, she was like, now I feel like I have control of the train. And she was like, now I feel like 
if I do, if I am out in the heat too much, then the train's going a little bit faster. But if I come inside, do some breathing and do some massage to myself and um, have some tea and relax, then I'm bringing the train back into the station. And so she used this analogy of like, she's actually in control now. She's the conductor. She's the one who's actually allowing the train to go faster or slower, or she just keeps the train right in the station. So I think that's something that I want to share that even though it's a chronic condition, it doesn't mean loss of control. It means that you are able to regain that control, but it's through your own self-advocacy and through your own kind of reaching out for yourself. So just know that there's hope and there's a lot of love to, to go around and that there's people like us three who really want to help. Yeah. I love that. The, I, and the analogies are uh, uh, are abundant today and they're good. They're really good. So you know, oftentimes I tell the patients it's like a roller coaster and you better hold on tight. They, you don't have control, but, you know, take control where you can. So, you know, if you're stressed, if you're overwhelmed, need some uh, techniques and breathing, come and join us at some of our classes. Yes. Babs, thank you so much for uh, joining us today and 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 sharing from from the heart and sharing your knowledge. Uh, we'll make sure and put all of the links to your uh, social media and your uh, YouTube channel. And then you were talking also about um, the Zoom class on Mondays. Can they find that on your website and everything there? Yep, yep, it's right there on the website. Yeah, so yeah, we'll include all of that in the show notes. Uh, you guys check out. Uh, Babs and see if there's, you know, how you can plug in there. Balance with Babs on YouTube, uh, her website and all her, her other channels. Babs, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, really, um, I, I really appreciate it. This has been good. Thank you. Thanks so much, Ryan and Pam. Yeah. And we'll make sure we need to get Pam, hold me to it. We need to get Olivia and Babs together and uh, incorporate a little bit of that lymphatic flow in there in, in the yoga class. Well, it's funny that you said that because before we got on, I uh, texted her and I said, hey, Olivia, do you know Balance with Babs? Have you heard? She's like, no, but I'm intrigued. So I sent her uh, the YouTube site. So she may be contacting you. Yeah, we've already, way to go, already started that process. So our homework is done, Pam. We did our homework. Let's talk about homework for our listeners. Look at our calendar. You know, we have about 60 to 65 classes per month that you can plug into. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about yoga and yoga is wonderful, but we also have water exercise. We have all kinds of other walking groups. We have uh, support groups. We have uh, grief group. We have uh, oncology massage therapy. We have all these wonderful, wonderful things. All you need to do is make time for yourself. Uh, and come to one of those classes. You can find the uh, calendar on our website, the number 24survivorship.org. You can find our uh, Facebook page. It's posted on Facebook page. You can also call the center at 806-331-2400 and speak to Maribel and get on our email list so you get the calendar emailed to you every single month uh, and make time for yourself. That's the right thing to do, right, Pam? Yes, what better way than to take care of yourself? That's right. Well, thank you again, Babs, for joining us. Thank you for listening. Uh, be sure and share this podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Let someone you know who has, uh, you know, lymphedema or they have struggled with um, a lot of swelling. Maybe they don't even know what it is. 
They need to know about lymphedema. They need to know the resources that are available to them. And then make sure you join us next time for another great episode of Beyond Thanks again the for listening to Beyond the Ribbon. We'd like to extend a special thanks to the Auto Inc. family of dealerships as they have supported the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center since 2016. For more information on the Cancer Survivorship Center, please visit our website at 24survivorship.org.